everyone, and welcome back to another episode of We Talk Extensively. I'm Jill. And I'm Maddie. Let's break down our hot takes on this week's sports and pop culture news. Hi, Maddie. Hi, Jill. How are you? Oh, it just isn't the same not recording in person anymore. <laughs> no, it's so upsetting. I was like trying to figure out, I was like, oh my God, what's Maddie's email to send her the link to record? <laughs> it was, it was overwhelming. So I got home like on Sunday last week, you know, like a week and a bit ago. And then it was basically like, go, go, go from that because my brother and his fiance were staying here. And then on the Friday night, I went to see Hamilton, which like, I didn't get home until midnight. And then, but then I was wired after I got home. So like, I couldn't sleep. And then on Saturday, we had a birthday party. And like, we left the place at 830. And I just didn't go back. <laughs> so I was like, I must go home. I slept from like 10 until 8 the next morning. I was like, okay, perhaps I've recovered like slightly. (laughs) Yeah, it was a a busy week. um, And then trying to keep track of everything that was going on on top of it. uh, I know. So, but it's, you know, it's nice that you got to see your family and your brother um, stayed with you. So I feel like that's basically payment for him being a producer. So, right. We're we're pretty much square now, so. (laughs) We owe him nothing anymore. (laughs) How was your move? I mean, very exciting things. You have a new setup going on. I know. I'm basically living in a house um, with squatters' rights, essentially, because I have no furniture. (laughs) Um, So it's been, it might be a bit echoey because there's nothing to bounce the the sound waves off of. (laughs) But I did buy a couch yesterday and a dining room set yesterday. So I should have the couch, one couch by the end of this month, one couch by the end of next month, the dining room table by January. Okay. So So, progress. Progress is being made. It's like insane how long everything takes to get delivered. And mostly I'm just waiting on my desk because it's been very annoying working off of a laptop instead of two full monitors. (laughs) You did have quite like the desk set up. Yes. Um, at least you had a short week because Canadian Thanksgiving. Um, is this week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you, yeah. I guess, have a short week. Um, yes. Thankfully, had the day off today. So stuffed full of turkey yesterday. And yeah. My family's having their Thanksgiving dinner tonight. And I find it very odd because we never have it on. We always have it on the Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I think it was because like we would, if we were younger, we would have to go back to school on the Tuesday and like, it's just a very weird day to have off a Monday. (laughs) So I don't don't mind it, but it's like, I find it's very an unpredictable dinner. Like we were going to record last night and, and then because my mom had told me that dinner would be at six and then it's like seven and they're still like, oh, the turkey needs a bit more time. And I'm like, (laughs) uh, we got plants here, ladies. So I'm busy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a very important person. And then, like, my parents don't know of this secret career that I've embarked right. on here. So, like, I can't really be like, yeah, I clearly have plans at 9 p.m. Like, <laughs> on, a, on a Sunday. Right. It seems very weird. They're for yeah. sure going to think you're having, like, some random hookup. 
I like I don't know what the worst thing for them to assume is at that point in time. So they're like you're a drug dealer or something. One of the two. Basically, gotta pay for the house somehow. Right. Yes. So um, yeah. So we are recording on Monday instead because turkey time went a little over yesterday. But I have to say, like, it's lucky that we're recording on Monday because I have some things that came out yesterday that or and today that I need to discuss. Like the Kraken's captaincy was announced. Yeah, I mean, that was a no-brainer to me. Like, I feel like... who else would it be? Well, like, I I mean, I just think it's funny that, like, both of the last two expansion teams, the captain has been the person that has come from the flames. Right. (laughs) Like, we are really developing captains well, so um, God bless you. Yeah, God bless you, Gio. Um, Good luck with with the Kraken, but... uh, Honestly, I still, I was, the only reason I was surprised by Gio meaning the Kraken was because, uh, like, the captain of the Kraken um, was because I didn't think he would finish the season there. Oh, like, you think he, he would get traded out? Yeah, like, I'm, I'm not convinced on where I think they'll they'll end up in terms of, like, playoff standings and everything, but I felt that if he was, if they weren't in the playoffs by trade deadline, um, he would have got traded to a contender, yeah, and then I part of me was say, kind of hoping, part of me was kind of hoping that the Flames had like a gentleman's agreement with him that like right? next season they'd resign him. So seems less likely if he's the captain. Uh, we can still hope. Um, don't say it's over until it's over. <laughs> <laughs> but not very many people think they're going to do well, myself included. Yeah, it's it's interesting because like obviously that was like unexpected from Vegas and then they like took off like a house on fire but right you think teams would have learned a little bit better in, in like who they're giving up and everything but yeah so it's I don't know if I think it's just hard to predict like you they did okay in the preseason like they won a couple games they lost a couple games um their preseason games were essentially like more of their actual team because like they right. never played together so they're trying to get them you know, more of that exposure than like a traditional preseason game would be. Yeah. Which as you know, I had like a small temper tantrum. <laughs> well, so I did hear Geo in Calgary. So I did hear that they announced at the game that they will be doing like a bigger event for him in December. So okay, I guess thank God. It, I guess it was kind of unexpected for the flames as well. So they kind of like scrambled throwing something together, but apparently I- it was announced at the game. <laughs> I think, like, a lot of people would just, like, full-on riot if they honored him, like, did the full honor on a preseason game. It's kind of hard, though, because I, I do have to assume that when you're, like, honoring a player when they're returning to where they've played, like, there has to be some sort of conversation between the two teams that yeah. this is happening. And, like, with an expansion team, every single game you would be honoring a player. Right. No, I obviously do not to Geo's magnitude, but like, <laughs> like when the Kraken honored that one player that they <laughs> took in the expansion draft and then traded away like three days later. <laughs> yeah, a classic, a classic joke. Oh, it never gets old. Like thanking him for his service, but I'd really like to know what he did. Yeah. Um, um, anyways, this is not how I expected to start the episode, but yeah, well, I feel like we've got a ton of sports stuff, so maybe we should yeah. just dive into sports and then like we can maybe touch on some pop culture if we have enough time. Recap the one pop culture item. Yes. 
But uh, keeping in with the NHL conversation, um, and since we kind of mentioned Vegas already, the biggest thing for me this week was the Robin Leonard Twitter tirade, and I had a special request for my friend Kelsey to discuss this <laughs> on the pod. So Kelsey, this is for you and Jack. Um, but yeah, he basically went off and like just dropped bombs on everyone. Right. right. It, it obviously started out with his... You know, he played with Jack Eichel when he was on the Sabres as well. So he was commenting on their treatment of him when he was injured and how that's like extended and like, you know, they're consistent and like they're not necessarily providing the best medical advice. But then went on to talk about how they were like giving them prescribed, but like not having prescriptions for this medication, right? But he was calling out other teams that he hasn't played for. Like he called Elaine Vignol, Vignol out, um, who is the head coach for the Flyers and used to be the head coach for the, the Cavs yes. for a long time. Um, and basically it was like, like that coach is giving out, um, you know, these prescription drugs, like, like candy, anyone can get them. You don't need a prescription. Like they're just like, stocking people up and sending them out just to get them on the ice there and called Elaine uh, a dinosaur. And then, <laughs> then what? like, like an old he's, school style. He's not even that old, right? But no, oh, it's not age. coaching style as old yeah. school. I was like, wait, what? Cause like the old school style of like treatment right. for medical injuries right. was like, put a bandaid on it, rub some dirt in it, yeah. get going kind of thing. Yeah. Right. So, but the interesting part of that was he referenced um, Nolan Patrick, who who was like the Flyers, like high level draft pick. Um, I remember who went first that year, but Nolan Patrick was second oh, overall. But anyways, um, anyways, now Nolan Patrick is on Vegas, so I'm assuming there must have been some sort of conversation with between Patrick and Leonard about. Um, you know, what, how he was treated with his injuries and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's just kind of like, it's interesting because this is obviously on the heels of like him having the tirade about being forced to be vaccinated and how like right. he thought that that would, you know, give him more freedoms and it didn't. And, you know, the, the NHL has apparently offered to like have a sit down conversation with Robin Leonard and like talk about these accusations and allegations. But I just, I'm kind of over this guy. Like I was really proud of him when he first came out right. and talked about like the mental health and the, how he has bipolar issues and everything. Exactly. But now I'm like, okay, man, like you don't need to drag everything down with you. Must we also deactivate your Twitter? Like this is, I just don't, I don't get it. I don't get what the purpose is. Like, okay, report this to the league. And then maybe if the league doesn't do anything, then I don't know, like, escalate it somehow like that we don't need to like throw these bombshells around via twitter and to me it's one thing to call out the sabers because like you have first-hand information but to like make it allegations when you like didn't play for the flyers you didn't play for like like that's a really quite a bit of like defamation of character and and you know and everything and like i don't know my it just i just think it was too far and right yeah, didn't didn't really like him over this guy. Yeah. Also, the twenty the uh, Nolan Patrick went in twenty seventeen, um, which I actually went to that draft in Chicago and do oh. not remember a single thing. <laughs> but Nico something for New Jersey Devils went first. Oh, Nico Hirsch or whatever. Yeah. yeah. 
So yes, that's right. Nico and, and Nolan. I do remember the, the two ends yeah. there. And then, um, who, yeah, like Miro, Kale, um, is the only one I recognize, to be honest. Bit of a weaker draft. <laughs> right. It's like, I'm like, just looking at these names and it's like, hmm. Like, what do, oh, Valamaki came out of there for us. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> they, should, they should say everything. <laughs> I mean, you can't really, you can't really lump the Flames drafting ability in with everyone else's, but. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah, anyways, just not a big fan of Robin Leonard, not loving no, his, his comments. I've had enough of him. Yeah. And like, I, I really have just had enough of these players who, and it, it's like all over the place. It's not just the NHL, but who are like complaining about being forced to be vaccinated. Like you make millions of dollars a year. Like, like shut up and a, get it or it's don't a privilege to have the vaccination like right. all of these countries in the world these you know economies that can't get it to their people like it's it, wild yeah and, and I'm done with it like I, I just don't care anymore to hear your opinion but I did read that one dude ended up getting COVID and I shouldn't laugh but like uh Oh, Archibald in yeah. Edmonton. So, so he got COVID before, like in the summer. Um, oh, and, and still didn't want to get vaccinated. Well, he he ended up developing like the heart condition that that you get that some people do get from contracting COVID. Yeah. Which you can get it from the vaccine. It's like the right, rare complication. Right. But if you get it from the vaccine, you can be treated and managed and fixed. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you get it from COVID, you essentially can't. So. Archibald, um, who was like probably like, well, he was one of the more vocal people about it being like yeah. a conspiracy and a hoax and all that kind of stuff. Not even the like, I want to have control of what's put in my body. Like he was at like hoax, like conspiracy <laughs> like, theory status. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, he is basically like out indefinitely from these complications. Like, and I don't know. I don't know what's going on with the Oilers, but like. The, between Archibald and Duncan Keith's comments on getting right. pressured to get vaccinated. And I feel like, like the Oilers had all 15 people that didn't want to get vaccinated on them. They just <laughs> didn't want to play for the Oilers. They're like, this is their out. <laughs> yeah. They'll never catch us this way. <laughs> well, because the, the deadline to opt out of the season was October 1st, and so no players did opt out. Um, right. There was one that we were expecting, maybe might, um, Travis Kamenek, um, who is now out with a personal matter and didn't report to camp. And like, who's he playing for now? Vancouver. Vancouver, right. So like, he was, opted out to the playback season. Like, with the Flames. With the Flames. Like yeah. the mini little like playoff season that they had. He opted out of that. Did he opt out of last year as well? No, he played last he played. year. Not super well. Um, but yeah, he, they're like, they're, they're not implying that it has anything to do with the, um, with COVID or the vaccination. Like they're just saying personal reasons. They're not, not, uh, um, standing on that, but yeah, he didn't report to camp and like, uh, I don't know, to me, it, it, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, his family had like health issues and that was why he didn't want to participate in the playback season, but um, yeah, that's what I thought as well. Yeah, so I'm not, not sure if Archibald got to him or something like that, what happened there. 
<laughs> it was a conspiracy between the Canadian teams. Seriously. Well, that's where the other, like the other major person who came out this week, Andrew Wiggins, in the NBA, is Canadian and said yes. he was forced to get vaccinated. So. I mean, like, uh, what was he going to do? Just not come back to Canada ever? Like, you basically have to be vaccinated to come back and want to do anything in Canada. So, like, what was your plan, Andrew? Elaborate. Honestly, I don't I don't understand anyone's plans here. Right. Like, who isn't vaccinated is baffling to me. I have to say, like, surprisingly, and I don't know why this shocks me, but, like, and, and I haven't really researched the MLB, like, numbers on vaccinations and stuff. But the NBA has been, like, very, very slow. Like, their players, I think, to come around and, like... To get it? Yeah, get it. Whereas, like, the NFL and, and even the NHL were really pushing, like, these teams are fully vaccinated. Like, these people are getting fired because they're not vaccinated. All these things... But you haven't really heard a lot from the NBA. So I have theories on that. Um, my The NFL theory is the game season has started. And so they were a little true, bit more vocal true, about yeah. it. Um, and the fines were more significant. Like, yeah. like, if you have to forfeit a game in the NBA versus the NFL, like, it's a very different percentage yeah. of the season. So I think it was like, I think it'll possibly come around a bit more where there'll be more talk about it. And I and guess then, for the NBA versus NHL is like there's less interborder travel. Like that's a big thing. But the other thing I think is like if you look at the communities where people are traditionally not getting vaccinated, like it's it's often like lower income communities yeah. or like communities where you know it's it's primarily people of color and that kind of thing. Like the demographics are very polarizing for like which communities are getting vaccinated or not and. You know, unfortunately, um, the the socioeconomic status of people who are in the NBA and where they come from versus the NHL and where they come from is very different. True. That's very true. That's very true. So, so that's that's my theory. But yeah. um, I guess they still have time to kind of report before the season begins, like where their numbers are at. I think the last time it, they said like eighty five percent maybe of players, yeah, which which is like on par for like tr- what like. Right. It should be kind of thing. Right. Like it seems, it seems low when you compare it to like the NFL and the NHL, but it's still high compared to like the fully vaccinated U.S. (laughs) population. (laughs) Definitely like a huge spike compared to Florida. Yeah. Florida, hillbilly towns in Alberta, like high high compared to those places. So. (sighs) Yeah. But yeah, but like, I mean, it is impacting players' careers. Like, you know, we've right. talked about Zach Ronaldo before um, and how he was being sent from Columbus down to the farm team in Cleveland. He's not even allowed to go there now. Um, so like, he's really made a, do- a choice that like he has done playing professional hockey. Like right. he can't, can't go anywhere. Um, you know, and there are some athletes who are like refusing to talk about if they've been vaccinated. Like I've seen Devin Booker. Um, and with- LeBron James too has, yeah. hasn't hasn't come out which honestly I think if he were to come out and say like oh my god it would be huge like a total game changer for the NBA honestly like if you had done like like they had all those videos of like Joe Biden getting vaccinated on on the internet like no like you needed to get like LeBron James Tom Brady like (laughs) Dustin Johnson like I don't know these like star players players. all these sports like 
I don't even know, like whoever, some hillbilly in the NASCAR race kind of thing. Like, like I, I saw that um, LeBron James has more Instagram followers than the NHL, NBA, NFL, and MLB combined. That's insane. <laughs> like, give I this man a platform for anything. <laughs> I should follow him. Yes, chill. What are you doing? I don't. I don't really have any interest in LeBron James's life. Like, I see his highlights on like the sports things that I yeah. follow, but yeah. I don't know. I mean, I did. I did think he was funny in um, Trainwreck. Um, yeah, Amy Schumer and, and Bill Hader. There, I thought was that was good. But otherwise, I'm like, yeah. Unless he tells me he's been vaccinated, in which case then I'll follow him. Okay, I'll keep you posted. I'm holding out for that follow. It's very. It's a very special follow for me. I'll keep you posted on it. <laughs> But yeah, they could they could have done a way better campaign than like having Joe Biden get vaccinated. Yeah, I mean that's like half of the people already are just automatically going to assume like, oh, it's stupid. Then like you needed to get. <laughs> and there's been some comments about that around like some of the I can't remember which country it was, but basically they're like they're at like 98 percent vaccinated, and there was an interview with their the people that let it out in that country, and they said can't politicize it. Like you have to have people who are like cross politics. Like, right. And that's, you know, those like, yeah, maybe if I'm a Clippers fan, like I'm not on board with LeBron James getting it or something like that. But like, but then like, can we get Kawhi Leonard or something? Like yeah, that? exactly. Yeah. Like you gotta find, like there's gotta be like different pockets of like, right. and there's, there's certainly those like athletes that are like universal. Like, get Michael Jordan on there. Like who didn't like Michael Jordan? Like, 100%. You know, like, Wayne Gretzky, like maybe not quite as appealing to the the American, but like he would draw the Canadians. Yeah, we'll get Paulina and Dustin and Wayne all doing a a vaccine campaign. (laughs) Only a fair, exactly. Yeah, so someone should hire us to market this. I know. Well, I was like, every time I see like a celebrity that I like, you know, talk about it, like um, Candace Cameron Bure, just (laughs) talk about. How she's like not anti-vax, but she's like anti-medical mandates or whatever. And I was like, it's the same thing, basically, in this situation, is what you're saying. I was going to say, if you were about to tell me that she got vaccinated, I was going to drop to the floor and shock. Well, she's not disclosing her vaccination status, which which I can't decide what it means in that in that situation because a part of me feels like she wants to like take this stance, but she's been vaccinated, and so she's like not disclosing because then she can't get on her high horse. But I was like, yeah, like Full House was my favorite show when I was a kid. And like, I like I always loved her because like she lived in Calgary when Valbury played here and like he was it's a star. Right. And it felt like we had this like cool famous person as part of the flames. And and now I'm like, oh, DJ Tanner. Like, now we have XOXO gossip. Yeah. So like, we don't need her anymore. Well, Brad Richardson is on the IR, so Gossip Girl's probably not coming to any games. So I was like, of course he gets injured and goes down, and then of course Coleman gets suspended. <laughs> like, amazing, amazing. I mean, we don't need Brad Richardson anyways, so like, Glenn Godding can play game one, no problem. <laughs> it's it's quite a steep drop from Candace Cameron Bray to right. Gossip Girl XOXO. Like, different if it was like Blake Lively, but it's not. <laughs> right. Yeah. I do need to talk about the most upsetting sports thing that happened this week. Oh. I watched a lot of football this week and I watched the Thursday night game. 
and witnessed the finger injury. Oh, Russell Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. I have to tell you, they kept showing it. Like, they panned back. I had to turn the game off multiple (laughs) times to show the attempt of trying to, like, fix it. And I was like, can we stop? Like, I've seen this already, and I can't watch any. Can we just watch the game? Like, I get it. He's very injured. His finger won't go back into place. Like, I don't need to see the 10 attempts of you trying to fix it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> while I, like, just finished eating dinner. Yeah, because, I mean, he basically has now had surgery. Um, yeah. They are thinking maybe four weeks that they could return, but um, their current backup quarterback is Geno Smith. So <laughs> no. I'm going to need Russell to, like, accelerate that uh, timeline. Because it's not going to be great. Like, I mean, Geno Smith did okay. Like, to be fair, he doesn't have a lot of miles on him. He hasn't played a lot of games right. in the last little while. But, like, Geno Smith. I know. I, rough, rough, rough. It's, it's not good. So, um, yeah, uh, not not looking good. But you know what? I, I mean, I do love the Seahawks, but I am, like, loving the Chargers and Justin Herbert right now. The Chargers are insane. Like, I am jumping on that bandwagon. I've also jumped on the Rams bandwagon because, like, you know what? Go Matthew Stafford. Like, just for Matthew Stafford. I know. But I'm, like, I'm really obsessed with Justin Herbert, and he's just, like, the most cute, like, adorable little, like, dorky kid. And I know. With his, like, long hair, and he's just, like, I don't know. He looks like he's like 12 years old going to play with the big boys kind of thing. And I'm so proud of him. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to put my, pull my chargers Jersey out for the, okay. for the year and uh, follow that one. Yeah. Jump on, jump on that bandwagon. But um, yeah, like, I mean, he, they beat the chiefs there a couple yeah. weeks ago um, who are just in like the free follows. <laughs> I watched that game last night and I was like, mm, yikes, how the mighty have fallen. There was some, uh, I mean, the games this weekend were crazy. Like, that, that one was insane. There was the Packers and, and Cincinnati game. They just, like, traded missing field goals. I was like, does no one want to win this? Or, like, what is the situation here? I watched, I also watched the Cowboys-Giants game. Mm. And, like, so it was basically one year ago from Dak Prescott going down in the Cowboys-Giants game last year. Yeah. And... I think I witnessed like five injuries to Giants players. Like it was not great, but they were holding in until like the the third, maybe mid third quarter. And I was like, you know what? Well done. And then they lost it when they had to put in Mike Lennon. Like, yeah. Not, not great. The, the Cowboys Giants is like my favorite game of the year because it makes me think of when I was a kid and watching Little Giants, <laughs> which was like my favorite movie. Um, yeah, and it was, like, the, the Giants versus the Cowboys who were, like, the big, you know. Yeah. And I just remember, like, yeah, they had, like, Emmett Smith and, yeah, it was cool. Yeah. 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 Anyways, that was a decent one. There was. Um, well, back to the Chargers. Like, oh, the yeah, back of, to your boy. Your the, boys. Y- the yardage in that game was insane. Um, like, I mean, the final score was, like, 42-47. I think there was, like, over a 1,000 yards yeah. combined. Yeah. Like, just bananas. So, and I just really want to go to SoFi Stadium. Like, I know. I mean, like, I haven't looked into tickets, but I assume they're expensive, but worth it. I know. 
maybe next year when you can enter the country. Yeah. We can go. I guess another kind of surprising news, um, Richard Sherman is joining the Bucks. Right. Um, beefing up the uh, the D-line there for, for Tom yeah. Brady. Yeah. He said apparently he got a personal phone call from Tom Brady to join. I mean, I'm not surprising. Know, but also, like, how do you say no to that? Like, you just can't. I feel like the easiest job in sports is the GM for the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like, you're just like, Tom, who do you want to come play here? And then Tom calls them, and you're like, all right, here's your paperwork. Right. Like, <laughs> Tom Brady now has become, I think, with Peyton Manning and Drew Brees, maybe one other quarterback, has beaten all 32 NFL teams with his return, not yeah. this past weekend, but the weekend before, to um, – Gillette Stadium. Yeah, he set the all-time passing record then too yeah. against the against Patriots. It was kind of a cool, like, yeah. you know, it's it's nice that he got to have that um, return moment and everything there. So yeah, in front of the like fans as well because you know I I don't really know how limited like maybe Gillette was last year, but probably a full full stadium this year. I don't know if they even played in in New England last year. I don't remember it being made a big deal. And I feel like it would have been even if there was. They didn't play, but so it's nice that like they held out in case. I can't remember if Gillette had allowed fans last year, how like reduced it was, but. Mm, I mean, it seems like they probably would based (laughs) off of like. Boston. Well. The rest. It's outdoors. So. Yeah. 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 It's pretty hard to like limit it completely when it's outdoors, but. Sure it was upsetting nothing. that Gronk was out and did not also get to to return. They announced, I think, like the day before that he would not be playing, which was upsetting. But yeah, he had like more of his goodbye moment though when he was there because like he went, <laughs> went to retirement and then came back, kind of thing, right? So another another time, I assume he got a personalized phone call from Tom Brady, being like, "Come back to play with me." Oh yeah, don't you remember the commercial? Yes. <laughs> Where it was, like, cutting in and out. (laughs) So good. Yeah. Very good. Oh, that's, like, that is crazy to me. I was just thinking of that commercial and and watching it during the Super Bowl. That was, like, I think the last time, like, I saw the Super Bowl with, like, friends, like, watching it with people kind of thing, so. Okay, I'm very confused about something this year. And NBC, I I saw these last night because I was watching the game on NBC. And they kept having this advertising advertisement that was like, for the first time in history, the Super Bowl and the Olympics will happen together. But like, don't oh, doesn't that happen every every four years? Maybe it's just the timing of when because the season's longer, right? This year, oh. there's the extra game. I was like, is it because the NBC has never aired both at the? Because NBC has the rights to both this year. Yeah, but like, usually it's because like, NBC doesn't have the rights to both. I was so confused. Yeah, I think it's because usually the Super Bowl is like the first weekend of February. Yeah, and now, that's right. And now it's probably the it's probably Second the or third. third yeah. I'm guessing so. Um, I forgot we extended the season. Yeah. But maybe we can talk about the halftime show as our segue into pop culture. Okay. I'm so freaking pumped. It's like, I don't want to watch the Super Bowl with anyone this year because I can't have anyone ruin this moment for me. I'm just going to PVR it so that like wherever I am, I can come back and watch it because the Super Bowl, the headline is Mary J. Blige, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, and Eminem. 
It's so good. I don't know how they convinced all four of these people to perform together. I don't know what magic they had to work, but I am here for it. And I also hope Snoop Dogg brings out Martha Stewart as an appearance. Honestly, I'm just, I think I'm most excited for Eminem. Like, I feel like he's been underrated. Like, I mean, not obviously like underrated, but like still underrated kind of thing for like, sometimes because like music will randomly come up on like shuffle and I'm like, Man, this is such a good song. Right. Like, so. Lose Yourself? I mean... Oh. I, and, 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 like, is that what he goes back to? Like, is he going to, like, like build a real Slim Shady, please stand up? And, like, that would just be amazing. Out the closet? Like, I need oh. all of these songs. Stan? <laughs> <laughs> so pumped. It's going to be, like, amazing. I can't... I, I'm so excited. So, yeah. so excited. Yeah. yeah, I don't care who's in the Super Bowl. It's just going to be so good. <laughs> you know, I can't wait. So we'll see what, what happens. I don't know if they've announced who's singing the anthem or anything like that yet, but... I haven't heard that yet. I always enjoy with my friends making the bets on if they're, like, over under the um, the anthem singing. <laughs> How long that takes. My favorite of all time is Fergie from the NBA All Star Game. <laughs> like I could, I can watch that on repeat and just be so satisfied. <laughs> because as soon as like I think it's Steph Curry starts to lose, that's it, what I was gonna say. It's not everyone even, goes down. It's not even the performance; it's like the reactions after. So, and she's also performing the anthem as if she's in like a sexy jazz club, like not the NBA All Star Game. <laughs> Oh, apparently Kendrick Lamar is also part of the, um, well, the halftime show there as well, which is kind of weird where you've gone like you've gone like early two thousands rap and then you're like Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, but I'll take it. I yeah. will take it. Yeah, it's gonna be good. So, um, speaking of rappers um, who've had their time in the news this week, um, <laughs> R. Kelly was finally found guilty. Did you ever watch the documentary? I I don't know what it aired on in Canada, but it was in Hulu, um, like Surviving R. Kelly. No, I didn't watch it. My, I just, ugh. You know what's crazy is so he was found, he was found guilty and like convicted or whatever this week and his album sales spiked 500% after that news. What is wrong with people? Like he was convicted for sex trafficking and racketeering and like, there was a little part of me that was like, am I not allowed to listen to Remix to Admission anymore? Because, like, that song is so good. And I like, honestly that's like, cut it. That's my wedding dance floor jam. I cut it out of my, like, after I watched Surviving R. Kelly, I was like, I cannot support this man any longer. I so I, like, will only listen to it if it comes on to, like, a playlist or at a wedding or something where I am not in control. I just wish because that they would so yucky. I know. I just wish they would do something where, like, maybe the royalties end up getting streamed went to like su- survivors, oh. or, like victims, or something. Because, like, I believe I can fly. Like, you make certain right. Like, they're so good. And, like, <laughs> we actually requested um, at uh, at my sister's wedding, and the DJ was like, "Are you sure?" And I was like, "I know, I am sure, but I know, I know you're you're getting." <laughs> judge me but I'm sure but I'm like watch the dance floor like light up here like it's right it's good but I get it it's not I don't feel I don't feel good about loving that song 
No, like so. it doesn't make me happy inside, but yeah. here I am. Okay. Yeah. But he's, yeah, he's basically awaiting sentencing and is fa- facing the possibility of like decades in prison. So Good. you know what? He deserves decades in prison. Yeah. So he will not be joining rock nation at um, the Super Bowl here. Unfortunately. Super Bowl. So like, thank yeah. God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Should we talk about the conservatorship? Yes, finally, Brittany is free. And then all she did was show her (laughs) naked body on Instagram. And I was like, can you, like, my sweet eyes don't need to be violated by this. Honestly, I was like, I I gave Brittany my follow, which, like, as I mentioned earlier, like, very, you know, not everyone gets one. And I kind of regret it. Like, I can't follow her captions. They're all over the place. She just posts the same stupid dance video over and over again. She's wearing these shorts that are, like, cut at the least flattering part of her hips of all time. And I'm just like, Britt, like, someone, you must be able to get someone into your hair now. Like, clearly. Like, anything. You need some fresh extensions, girl. Like, it is, it's a rough weave she's got going on there. But, right. But Jamie was finally removed <laughs> as conservator. So Brittany is free. She's been very vocal about how like happy she is about it and like thankful thanking the fans who are part of that and everything. Yeah. Um her sister is writing a memoir. So stop. Like d- please stop it. Okay, Jamie Lynn Spears. So she had like I guess I think she had I can't remember what she was going to name it. She, because it was announced a while ago that she was she was writing her memoir, and she she used a lyric from Britney, Britney. and so now she's getting quite a bit of backlash. Um, And so she's calling, oh, because her initial title was "I Must Confess," which is from Baby One More Time, and so now she is changing it to um, "Things I Should Have Said." And so that's out in January. Like, is this going to be about Britney Spears or is it going to be about 16 and Pregnant? Because I, I will read 16 and Pregnant version. I, I imagine it's largely based off of 16 and Pregnant. And then okay. there's probably, like, yeah, it says, oh, I didn't realize her daughter was in a near fatal ATV accident. Yes. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. I do recall. I would also like her to discuss how she goes about deciding to marry a man with the same um, <laughs> name as her. I mean, I can't even really blame her for that because like she was not set up for success when she was named after a hybrid of her parents' names. So like the girl had problems. Like I'm just thankful she didn't name her daughter like as another variation of those names either. She named her daughter Maddie, yes. obviously. Yes. The best name. <laughs> just kidding. She's Maddie, I mean, so, I mean, so we reject it. Yeah, I'm like, ah, is that, is that the name we want to hitch it to? Like, the, the Spears no. family? So. No, I definitely don't. Let's, let's find you a better Maddie to, to celebrate the name of. There's very few. Oh. Um, but yeah, Brittany is free. Uh, sounds like she's engaged now. Right, she is engaged to... Um, that guy, Sam. Sam, yeah. So, <laughs> who knows what his role was in the past, you know, 10 years of her. I'm, you know, curious to see. I did see, like, Kevin Federline, um, his lawyers came out and said, like, Brittany being out of the conservatorship does nothing to change the custody arrangement. So, that, it, it that's shouldn't. not changing. No. Like, as we have discussed before, something, she needs help. Yeah. I mean, the kids are, like... The oldest one is like pretty close to like not 
like he's like 15 or 16 years old or something like that at this point in time. So he's not too far away from not needing custody, but yeah. Correct. It's like just so sad that Kevin Federline is the better option. It sounds like he's like a really good parent. Like there was his, his best friend like spoke up this week and was talking about it. And I was like, you go K-Fed. Like (laughs) you go. Remember when you had dreads like and cornrows? Remember when they like made fun of you in the Eminem video? Like, yes, but um, I do. I do need to take some time to talk about my favorite pop culture moments of this yes. week here. And I know you boycotted it, but Kim Kardashian yeah. hosted SNL this week, and like, honestly, the bar was on the floor for her. Like, I expected <laughs> nothing, as it should have been. And she went in full savage mode and like roasted her family, and I freaking loved it. Like, she. Like she threw in comments about the sex tape and like her and Chris Jenner's boyfriend Corey being a gold digger and her sisters getting plastic surgery and the whole what I just like did she also make fun of herself for getting plastic surgery? Um, she alluded to like basically she said that she's more than like a perfect butt and perfect face and 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 um okay and perfect boobs and everything like that and she's like the before or the picture that her sisters show their plastic surgeon but i mean she made fun of herself pretty good like she the sex this jokes about the sex tape like she was like she's like no one even told me that that movie was premiering and i thought i thought it was great and then she played one of the skits was her playing the bachelorette Yes. Um, and so they trotted out all of these like famous, like good looking celebrities and everything like that, which was really cool. Um, I did she, see, I mean, I didn't see the skit, but I did see that posted on Tyler Cameron's Instagram. Yes, he was one I of them. Him. Yeah, um, it was like Tyler Cameron, um, John Cena, Chase Crawford, Jesse Williams. Uh, who I like how Tyler Cameron's like included in this group of famous people. I know. Like, he was only on The Bachelorette. <laughs> Yeah, they, I mean, they really brought out quite a few celebrities yeah. to, like, help with kind of, like, Amy Schumer was in parts of it and everything, but, I mean, Kim, like, she was in on the joke, and, and like, oh my god, she commented on Caitlyn Jenner, and that was hilarious, um, so something about, like, her mom didn't see it coming, like, and, which is surprising, like, she should have seen she should have seen Caitlyn I mean, coming or something like that. didn't we all see it coming at some point? I mean, I don't know, but it was, yeah, she talked about Kanye and how, like, basically the reason that they got divorced was his personality, and, like, so. I mean, where, has, has someone checked on Kanye in Mercedes-Benz studio, or stadium? So, so he went to, he was there. Kanye, oh, Kanye was the there. Um, Chloe, Chloe and Chris. Chris were there. Corey Gamble was there. Scott Disick was there. Um, I love Scott Disick. Yeah. And so like there was, there was jokes about Scott and everything too. Like they were very clearly like very self-aware, which I'm obviously been team Taylor. So like not a fan of, of Kim, but like this did endear me to her a bit more that she was like able to laugh and in, in on the joke about herself and the family. She is my least favorite of the Kardashians. Really? Like, I have to admit, I don't know why. Courtney is miles below her for me. I feel... Okay, Courtney... Courtney with Travis is, like, the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. Actually, the only... Courtney without Travis, like, I can... 
whatever. Mm, she's like a solid like fourth, I think. Like Kendall is irrelevant. She, I don't even think about her on a day to day basis. <laughs> Kylie, I find super annoying, um, and Courtney, I just can't. Like the only two that I can even like somewhat tolerate is is Kim and Chloe. Also, like I can barely tolerate any of them. <laughs> Being the least tolerable one is like you're tied. <laughs> It's not great. <laughs> You're all tied. Yeah. At the bottom of my list of people. Um, there was one thing that I wanted to talk about, and now I can't remember. Oh, how upsetting. In sports or pop culture? Pop culture. I guess it, like, was clearly irrelevant. Oh, someone sent me the link, and they were like, oh, did you see this art, this uh, skit? And it's like that Pete Davidson kisses. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, do you think I would watch this? What do you think? I would subject myself to this. I think I sent you the screenshot of it. No, you sent me the actual clip, which I did not watch. But someone sent me, like, a screenshot of an article, and that was oh. the headline. And I was like, I didn't watch this. I boycotted the entire episode yeah because they played jasmine and aladdin and like yes i'm all for pete expressing himself but him wearing the nail polish during snl i don't know why that bothers me i just don't feel like any of them should have nail polish on like with their character yeah like if if like ad bryant came on she had these like massive long nails to play a character i'm like what are you doing like like it just doesn't work like i don't know it 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 bothers me like, not, I wear the much I don't care about that part of it. It's just, like, in the skit, it, it irks me. It bothers you? Like, yeah. Aladdin shouldn't have nail polish. Yeah. That's what like, you're saying. So I noticed it last week because he had, he was in, like, he was playing the, like, the senator. And so he's in, like, a suit. Stop! And then he had this, like, <laughs> like Robin's Egg blue nail po- polish. And I was like, what on earth? And then this week I noticed it in the Aladdin skit where you had the black nail polish on. And he later played like Machine Gun Kelly. So I was like, okay, I could see it if like if Oh my god, he played Machine Gun Kelly. I must go watch this immediately. (laughs) Yes, in the Courtney's court skit. Um which is like like I said, I was just think you need to watch it. Like it was it was good. So maybe, 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 maybe. Yeah. But it bothers me, like like I said, it's it's not the right character. So like I'm like I need you to take the nail polish off, unless it's appropriate to the character that you're playing. Okay. <laughs> Which like we'll give him a pass for Machine Gun Kelly. Yes, and it's, if they played Machine Gun Kelly first, then I would be like, that's fine. He obviously just couldn't get the nail, yeah. nail polish off quickly enough. But Aladdin was the first skit, and I was like, you could have painted your nails after the Aladdin skit if that was really important to you for the Machine Gun Kelly part. <laughs> Amazing. SNL, let that. me know if you need a costume director in charge of nail polish. I'm available. There. Yes. But on that yeah. note, I think that is like a whirlwind catch up of two weeks because we didn't have an episode I know. last week. So. Hey, and like, have you found a guest host for next week? Oh my God. Oh no, totally... next week. No, no, wait. Next week I'm available. It's okay. the week after. Okay. Oh I... my God. I'm so dumb. I forgot about that, but um, no, I hadn't. So okay. um... it's the weekend of the like 22nd or whatever. Okay. Sounds good. I'll be, I'll be busy watching my formula one um, <laughs> love. Perfect. All right. We'll find a guest host for it then. So. Um, All right. Well, we should wrap up then. I know. Have a good one. Talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week. New episodes will be released Tuesday mornings. 
You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts and subscribe. You can also follow us on Instagram at We Talk Extensively and on Twitter at Talk Extensively. See you next Tuesday.